G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. This is Sunday Morning Together across Australia on Vision Christian Radio. It's Robbo with you, filling in for Phil Edwards today. Uh, he is uh, had a very busy week actually and asked me to uh, fill in for him uh, this week. And I'm really glad he did, actually, because it actually turns out that I'm going to be chatting with a good mate and a, uh, a childhood friend, actually, uh, from a uh, long, long time ago. Raymond Badham is my guest and co-host for the day. G'day, Ray. How are you going? Hey, Robbo. Good to see you, mate. So good to uh, have you with us uh, on Sunday morning together. And looking forward, because it's actually a, bit of a special day, because we're actually going to be playing one of your songs as a, like, I guess, a first time uh, that everyone's going to hear it. It's just brand new, literally hot off the press. Yeah, so good, mate. Yeah, so looking forward to that. It's coming up. We'll actually do it in about half an hour from now. But uh, lots of good stuff on the way today, of course, as uh, we always do with Sunday Morning Together. Lots of great worship. Uh, we're going to get to know Raymond uh, a little bit more through the course of the day. Uh, but also, of course, we'll have uh, the opportunity to share communion together and the best five-minute sermon that you will hear all uh, day right here on Vision, uh, which Ray's going to share with us in a couple of hours' time as well. So listen out for all that to come. Sunday Morning Together. Across Australia on Vision Christian Radio. My guest and co-host for the morning is Ray Badham, a great friend of mine. We've been we've known each other for a long time, Ray. I mean, we're going back into the uh, I guess late eighties, early nineties when we used to get together in youth group and everything back in Townsville. It's yeah, mate, it a little like while ago, ago, just yeah. a little while ago. Yeah. A lot's, yeah. lot's changed since then, of course. I mean, these days you're living in Sydney, but you're uh, you're married and got a family. So, uh, yep. yeah, lots has changed since uh, youth group days. Yeah, that's right. And yourself too, mate. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I've got yeah. to say, because I can see, Ray, we've got a little video going here so we can see each other. It's amazing how... Um, you how much you're looking like your dad because I mean I, I actually yeah, yeah right. your dad was my uh, principal at Bible College you know probably thirty odd years ago but you're looking a lot like your father I don't know if anyone else has told you that yeah well I might be the same age as when you're talking about you know <laughs> as my dad then yeah true mate true it's amazing yeah. how those uh, those things develop over the years but <laughs> yeah yeah it's great mate we we keep getting older that's true we do yeah uh, speaking of Bible college though, I mean because you're actually a lecturer at Bible college so yep. um, that's uh, you know in many ways you've sort of followed in your father's footsteps haven't you yeah, so true. I actually, I don't know if you knew, but well, you remember, but I actually grew up in Bible college in Papua New Guinea as well, mm. my dad. So yeah, I feel like I've been in Bible college my whole life. <laughs> I haven't graduated yet. That's you know? right. You're still, <laughs> still working on it. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, well, yeah, we're we're gonna, doing it. Yeah. We're going to hear more about that experience because you, you literally were born and, and grew up on the mission field in, in PNG. So yeah. looking forward to hearing a bit of that story coming up over the next hour here on Sunday Morning Together uh, with Ray. But uh, obviously the other thing we're going to do this morning is um, uh, we're going to play your song Peacemaker, which is brand new. It's just literally been released this week. Um, but it's a little project you've been working on. It's an EP that you've just released this year. So tell me a bit about that. I mean, obviously you've been a part of uh, Hillsong worship for a long time, many, many years. But this has been a, a bit of a solo project for you. How is it different, like doing something on your own as opposed to, you know, as a part of a big uh, you know, collaborative effort? 
Yeah, well, I'm kind of, it's like a being an indie artist, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, with Hillsong, we had the whole team there, you know, where different people would do different things. And now I'm kind of trying to pull it all together myself, obviously with some uh, great help from some great great friends as well. Um, but yeah, it's been a great journey as well, just to even just to learn the whole process, because this is also what I'm teaching my students to do. So yeah, actually releasing music has been a great experience to learn from. Yeah, it's that's, been great. That's so good. Well, yeah, it's been uh, great to hear some of the songs. I know you, you've chatted with Neil uh, back because uh, your first release of this EP was back around Easter time, and I remember yeah. had a, a great conversation with Neil about that and uh, talking about yeah. the uh, the song there. So that will be coming up soon. We're going to hear that new song, Peacemaker, and Communion as well, of course. It's something we do around this time every Sunday morning. So, Ray, you're going to be leading us in communion soon, but how, how can people be preparing now? I mean, aside from finding some elements, a bit of yeah, juice or, right. or bread, but why, how can yep. we prepare our hearts this morning for communion? Yeah, well, um, uh, if we can just really be thinking about the love of Christ, right, and, and his love for us. And so, yeah, while you're listening to this next song, yeah, just think about what Christ has done for us. Mm. And, um, yeah, let's get ready to take communion together. Sunday morning together across Australia on Vision Christian Radio. We have the great pleasure of uh, Ray Bannon being with us right through the morning as my guest and co-host. And Ray's going to lead us right now in communion. So I'll hand over to you, Ray. Yeah, thanks, mate. Thank you. Um, yeah, if we just get the um, you know the elements ready, the, the bread and the, the, the cup, whatever you've got in the cup, <laughs> um, just get them ready. And um, I'd love to... Um, Look at this scripture here, 1 John 3.16. I don't know if you can open up your Bibles, that'd be great. 1 John 3.16. And it's a passage that my dad, um, that my dad actually um, shared at my wedding. And, um, And I think it's such a great thing for us to think about because, you know, if we think about what is love today... Love, what does love mean in uh, today's world, right? And in 1 John 3.16, it says, This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. Um, and so, um, uh, remember when Jesus, he um, on the night before he uh, was crucified, he got the disciples together and he gave them this example of, you know, washing their feet and he washed their feet. And then after that, he said, a new command I give to you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know, right, that you are my disciples if you love one another. And um, this is what we're called to by looking at Christ's love for us. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, so we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. It says um, his life for us. Jesus laid down his life for us. You know, and I think, I know for myself, I don't know about you, but often I turn it around the other way. You know, I you know, I want, I want your life for mine, or I want something from you. And that's like, how the world might see love you know in today's society is like my needs you you fulfill my needs and that's what love is but jesus is turning that whole thing around and he's saying my life is for you 
right? Not your life for mine, but my life is for you. So can we think about that this morning as we're taking communion, what Jesus did for us? He said, I'm giving my life for you. Right, And as we take it, let's be thinking about, okay, thank you, thank you, Jesus, that you gave your life for me. Help me to give my life for other people. Yeah, so let's take that bread and that cup together. Yeah, and, um, and uh, as you take it, I'll pray. So, Lord, we just thank you that we come around, um, Lord, this with this bread and, and this cup, Lord, and uh, we just thank you, Lord, that your body was broken for us, Lord, and so we take this bread together, Lord, remembering what you have done for us, Lord, your life given for us, and we thank you for it, Lord, and we take this cup, Lord, your blood poured out, Lord, for our sins, and we drink it, Lord, in remembrance of you. We thank you, Lord, that you gave your life for us. Lord, help us to do that for others. In Jesus' name, amen. Sunday morning together on Vision Christian Radio. Robbo with you, filling in for Phil Edwards today, and I'm glad I am because I have the opportunity to have as a guest and co-host a good mate of mine, Ray Batham. I've known Ray for, I don't know how long would it be, Ray, probably 40 years, nearly, not quite it 40. It would be that, yeah, almost, yeah, yeah that's close right. Close But yeah. um, Ray is uh, a lecturer uh, at uh, Hillsong College in Sydney. And also a, a very accomplished musician. I mean, Ray, you've done a lot of, uh, in, you've been involved with a lot of the Hillsong uh, projects over the years, but you've just got a, a brand new uh, solo project that you're releasing this year, an EP called Peacemaker. Uh, it must be, you know, almost like a, a child for you, like, you know, this new uh, new baby that's just coming out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, baby that's been uh, sort of in in the womb for a few years, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Long time coming. But Not just uh, nine months, but yeah, longer. Yeah, that's yeah. It. The incubation period can be a, a little bit longer with uh, with <laughs> creative projects like this. Mm. But it's great that it's out, and Peacemaker's actually just released this week, so it's brand yep. new uh, title track from this EP. So tell us a bit, we're about to play the song, but tell us a bit about it. Where where's it come from? What's been the sort of genesis of this particular song? Yeah, well, I wrote it with um, a bunch of uh, my students, um, and in 2020, do you guys remember 2020? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we try um, to forget it, I think. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So in the midst of the pandemic, we got together over Zoom with two of my students, and um, yeah, we and it was... It was, um, you know, right in the time where all the racial unrest, you mm. know, in the states, and then obviously, you know, um, it was impacting us as well, and um, and everybody seeing the, you know, the brutal murder of George Floyd, and mm-hmm. just the, you know, the the sense of devastation, hopelessness, you know, and so when we got together, we were like. Let's write a song about peace, you know, mm. and um, and so that's how we started. We we thought let's let's write a song about peace and about you know the only hope really that we have as a, as the world, you know, because you just see it as it was just so dark, you mm. know, yep. um, and w- we just thought you know the only real hope 
that we have is is Jesus, who is our peacemaker. He's the one, you know, and we base it off um, Ephesians 2, also where it talks about, you know, Jesus actually brings together the Jews and the Gentiles, you know, and others, um, and that he became our peace on the cross. Um, he brought down the dividing walls between us. And so that's what the song is about. Mm. Really, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's so good, yeah. and yeah, certainly uh, fascinating uh, to know. I guess the the time that it was written, you know, in the middle of all that, yeah. and I guess even lots of uncertainty within our own hearts in, and in minds at that time. You know, yeah, so true. You know, looking yeah. for God's peace in that in the midst of that uncertainty can be uh, yeah. really vital. So let's have a listen yeah. to this song now. It's called Peacemaker, uh, as mentioned by Ray Batum, and it's the uh, the title track from his brand new EP that's just been released. Uh, in the last week uh, here on Sunday Morning Together on Vision. Reconciliation is mending every heart. 
my guest and co-host for the day is uh, Ray Bat. I mean, I've got to say, Ray, I was just reflecting a minute ago that uh, you were actually responsible for getting me into radio in the very first instance. Way back, uh, you used to work at a community station, or you didn't work, you volunteered, mm-hmm. uh, doing a, a Christian music program on a Wednesday night, I think it was from memory. Uh, way yep. back in the early 90s, and uh, you invited me to come in with you, and uh, that's sort of what got, got, gave me the radio bug. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I was doing that program, and I had decided to move to Sydney, so, um, yeah, I thought, you know, reach out to you and see if you'd <laughs> like to take it over, and well, you I, sure did. You I, did great with it. I had a lot of fun with it. It was I was certainly making it up as I went. I didn't. I broke all the rules. Didn't do the training courses that they ran at the <laughs> community <laughs> station. And uh, yes, but it was a lot of fun. I certainly, uh, as I said, got the bug there. And uh, it yeah. was a few years in between uh, getting back into radio. But certainly, it, it was something that I couldn't get rid of after that. Couldn't shake it. Yeah, that's great, mate. It's great to see what you're doing. It's just fantastic. Yeah, and you did that for a while, though, didn't you? That uh, uh, At the community station, you ran that yeah. uh, show for quite a while. Yeah, I did a Christian uh, yeah, radio program for a couple of hours. And I, th- I think I, I did that. And then afterwards, I used to do also like a Christian heavy metal mm-hmm. show as well. Yeah, <laughs> Steve Bennett used to run yes, that one. Yes, I remember Steve. I, yeah. yeah, I took that on from him. Amazing. Um, so I can't remember whether you took that on too or not. No, I didn't. Never did. No, heavy okay, metal. you no. didn't get to the metal no, side. Okay, just did. Yeah, well, I think good. was it called Revelation <laughs> Rock? Was that what we oh, yeah, used to that's call right. it? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, so good, oh, mate. So many memories. That's a long time. That good would times. be good going times. back uh, more than thirty years that we were doing that together so that's uh, yeah dc amazing. talk probably mm, that's right would have been yeah dc yeah. talk and yeah. uh, probably darlene though we would have been playing a bit of darlene yeah. back in the day because she was yeah. certainly putting out some solo stuff as well as the hillsong yeah that's right music so um anyway looking forward to hearing a bit of your story ray because obviously you know, these are just little tidbits in a, in a fascinating life that you've lived so we're looking forward to that over the course of the next hour going to uh, share a bit of ray's story on Sunday Morning Together. So listen out for that to come. This is Sunday Morning Together across Australia on Vision Christian Radio. Robbo with you, filling in for Phil Edwards today. And my guest and co-host is a a great mate. We've been chatting about how long we've known each other. Ray Batham is with me. And uh, Ray, we uh, go back to the very early 90s, I guess, is probably when we got to know each other, uh, living in Townsville. But Mm -hmm. uh, I want to go back way before that and uh, talk about your uh, early years, you were literally born on the mission field. Tell us about uh, how you uh, came into the world, where you were, and, and what that looked like. Yeah, well, my parents were from Australia. They met in Papua New Guinea on the mission field. You know, they arrived there separately, uh, apparently shared a mango together the first time <laughs> they met. <laughs> so, um, and yeah, they got married there. I think they were the first couple there to actually get married on the mission field. Oh, wow. And they had five kids. Five kids, yeah. I was number three, smack bang in the middle. Okay, the middle child. Yeah. Did you see that as a blessing or a curse, being the middle child? (laughs) Oh, both, both. Yeah, you get the benefits of like the older one and the younger one, but also, yeah, you have to be like the peacemaker in between between people. I can imagine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're going to talk a bit about peacemaker because that's the the name of the new song that you've just released, and we'll get to that a bit later on because there's actually a great story from PNG that... Uh, relates to that but tell me more about I mean obviously a fairly big family I mean so you were all born on the mission field the five of you yep yep that's right that's amazing um, 
Yeah, yeah. Apart from my second eldest brother, who's who was adopted from Tasmania, um, yeah, my parents didn't think they could have another child, mm. and so they adopted uh, the second one, and then soon after I came <laughs> and then later on their last pregnancy was twins so quickly wow. went from one to five not quickly but you know yeah it went from one to five that's yeah, amazing so, yeah just an incredible uh, experience though. I mean obviously growing up so your your only understanding of the world would have been yeah because you were, were living in the highlands I think from memory is that right no we we're living up um, at north mm-hmm. um, highlands is in the middle so we lived up north um, more toward a to, little bit toward the coast mm-hmm. uh, a place called Marprick okay yeah and we lived on a little hill called Ilangita next to the village of Sarukum, Sarukum village. Wow. And, uh, yeah, that's where the Bible college was. Uh, that's where we, we lived. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was such such a such a great life, yeah. It would have been fascinating. I mean, obviously, you know, you would have probably been running around barefoot most of the time and just yep. climbing yep. coconut trees. I mean, it would have been a, yep. an idyllic life for a young boy. Oh, yes, so much adventure, yeah, so much adventure. My parents had let us go out for even a couple of days at a time, you know. Wow. We'd just go out and build little huts and sleep there the night and do a bit of hunting and wow. yeah, it was just so much fun. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what, a, yeah, yeah. what an experience. Sunday morning together. Across Australia on Vision Christian Radio. Ray Batham is my guest and co-host today. We've been uh, hearing a bit of Ray's story. I'm going to hear more of it over the next half an hour or so. But uh, Ray, born on the mission field, you were born in Papua New Guinea, along with your uh, siblings. You were in a a fairly big family, you know, five kids Mm -hmm. in total. But you were just telling us about some of the adventures you had in PNG, like, you know, literally, you know, wandering off into the jungle, building a hut and, you know, sleeping the night. Like, man, that that, that would have been just a, an, an amazing way to, uh, you know, uh, I guess, discover about the world. Yeah, it was just so much fun. Um, and there's a little story I want to share, which is, um, uh, I think I, I would have been about 12 years old my my brother was 13 and we decided there was this little river down near where we were we decided that we wanted to build a raft and go on this river and travel down to the Sepik River, which is a big river down. Mm. And uh, anyway, we had this dream, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we somehow we convinced mum and dad that we would, you know, we could do it. And yeah. so we we got together with another couple of people, some a uh, couple of adults, because they said we got to, you know, because it, it, it was going to be days yeah. trip, you know. Um, and so we got together with them. We actually built the raft. We built one raft out of bamboo, another one out of forty-four gallon drums. Yeah. People were looking at it, going, "Is that even going to float?" You know. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember putting it on the back of a ute, and uh, we, when we were ready, we went down to the the river and we put it in and it floated yes it floated and so yeah we ended up traveling down that river and down to the sepik river we thought it would take three days Mm -hmm. we took supplies i think for five days but it took six days oh right and so (laughs) it was pretty it was pretty cool yeah it was pretty cool a lot of adventure that's amazing Uh, and so how did you get home then i mean obviously you're down six days away well yeah when we got to the sepik river it was just a huge river you know um 
it took us probably a day from the ma- from getting onto the Pacific River mm-hmm. um, to get uh, off on this town called Pargui, pa- I think it's Pargui. Um, and uh, yeah, so I remember it's like a huge river. We we're out on one side, and we needed to get to the other side. And people came across from the other side, you know, on their canoes, saying, "Where are you going?" We said, "We're trying to get to Pargui." And they're like, "You've you've got no hope of getting there." So they all brought their canoes. And they were pushing our raft. <laughs> and then eventually, um, we had this long rope. And they said, okay, tie, tie your rafts together. We'll take this rope to the to the shore on the mm. township and uh, and they got a whole bunch of people pulling on the road wow. and pulled us in. Yeah, otherwise we would have missed it. That's and it would have been another couple of days before we got to another <laughs> township, you know. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah, but there was um, just beside that area, like I was told of this story um, years later and didn't put two and two together. But just where I, we were traveling down, in that whole area, there was this amazing thing that had happened and uh, that the missionaries told about where the gospel had gone into this area um, about 10 years before we traveled down mm. and um, and there was so much change in that area that um, the people there decided to to do a peace treaty and to get together um, and there was this whole um, sort of ceremony that they did where you know one uh, warrior from one tribe was taken by the other tribe you know into their midst mm-hmm. like pretty scary stuff and the missionaries looking on going what's going on and they would ta- they took that warrior from the neighboring tribe back to back to their village at night and spent a whole night with them and they actually you know these People were were their enemies, mm. but they actually treated them, you know, to food and um, looked after them the whole night. And then the next day, the tribes got together and they brought the warriors back unharmed. Wow. And it was like a peace treaty that, that happened there, really through the power of the gospel. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. And part of that story really is just, you know, um, the new song that I've released, Peacemaker, is just mm. those memories of, you know, the things that God did um, through the gospel on the mission field. It's just like transforming societies. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it's amazing. amazing. Yeah. And that's, I mean, takes it from just being theoretical to being real life, doesn't it? You know, like rather than just oh, you know, even read something in the scriptures and go, oh, yeah, well, like, sort of yeah. understand that cognitively but you know, yeah. when you've actually experienced it in real life that takes it to a new level doesn't it? Yeah that's right the transformation that can happen between people yeah, mm. between societies is just amazing mm. yeah. That's wonderful, so good yeah. We're chatting with Ray Batten this morning, grew up on the mission field in Papua New Guinea we're going to hear more of those stories and a bit more of what he's been doing more recently uh, over the last few years living in Sydney Sunday morning together on Vision Christian Radio. It's Robbo with you and my friend, co-host, and uh, guest for the day is Ray Batham. Uh, Ray, we, we've known each other for a long time, mate. We were just trying to work out. Uh, you moved to Townsville in 1986, so yep, would have been yep. somewhere just after that that we first met. Uh, yeah. But let's link that because obviously we've just been hearing about your life growing up in Papua New Guinea. Um, just a fascinating you know, adventure that you lived as a, a young boy. I mean, you would have probably known um, the the pidgin language as well, if not better than English, I'd say, when you left there. Yeah, Tokpisin. Yeah, we uh, we grew up with the language, yeah, as, as kids. Yeah, Tokpisin in English. We spoke mm. English at home and Tokpisin when we were out, yeah. out and about. Yeah, That's brilliant. So how old were you when you then left PNG? Like you moved to Townsville. Your dad moved there to, to take on the leadership of the 
Bible yeah, college in Townsville. Yeah, I, I would have been 15, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, 1986, we moved to uh, Townsville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. When my dad took on sort of being the principal of the Bible college there yeah. at Calvary. Yeah. It would have been a huge transition for you because, I mean, it, as a 15-year-old, that was all you knew it was like village life, I guess. And, yeah. you, you know, as you said, speaking you know, yep. in two languages and all that. Mm-hmm. What was it like for you as a young, uh, you know, like a, a teenager to then move into, I guess, suddenly Western culture? Yeah, well, I mean, Papua New Guinea was my home, and so um, it was hard, you know. Um, I found it very difficult. I could imagine. Um, for a few years, yeah, for a few years, really. Um, and early in that piece, I also talked to my mum and dad saying... I want to move back, you know, as <laughs> so I was thinking, I want to move back by myself, you know, you guys can stay here, I'll go back, uh, but obviously that couldn't happen. <laughs> Have you ever been back? Have you ever gone back to PNG? Yeah, I've been back a few times. Um, in, uh, nine, I think it was 1999, mm-hmm. uh, Dad and I went back for the 50-year anniversary of oh, AOG wow. being in Papua New Guinea. Wow. Yeah, so we travelled to a few places um, then, and that was really cool, yeah, just to go back with Dad and see and go back imagine. to the places where we were. Yeah, yeah that's that so good. was great, yeah. Brilliant. And so, yeah, so you lived in Townsville then for a few years because I know you, you know, obviously finished off your schooling there and also did university. You studied music yep. at uni. So, uh, yep. yeah, that was a – were you always musical? Like, or when, where did the music come into things? Uh, yeah, I started playing the guitar in Papua New Guinea because uh, a lot of people played the guitar, mm. you know, the acoustic guitar. And yep. so I picked that up and ukulele. Uh-huh. Ukulele. You can probably see a ukulele in the background here. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, played them for, for a while. And then um, the, our last year we spent in Port Moresby. And so we lived opposite a, a church where um, there were like dr- there was drums and bass guitar and piano. And so I'd, every day after school, I'd just go across there and jump on the drums or the bass or wow. the piano or, yeah, just so much fun. So that's really where I got started with, with music. That's great. Yeah. And then we, uh, you know, in Townsville, we, we were on the worship team together. Mm-hmm. That's hey, right. Yeah. Andrew, yeah. Yep. So yeah. now I, I was... Uh, not very musical. I guess I sang a bit, but I, I you certainly sang. You led uh, worship. Yeah. Yep. That yeah, was. I uh, backed you up. That's right. Yeah. You were the yeah. the, the BGS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's so good. Yeah. That's right. That's a wow. Such a, a an ancient memory. Now I haven't uh, I haven't uh, <laughs> led worship for a long time. <laughs> oh really? Wow, mate. You should yeah. maybe pick it up again. Wow. Well, I think we'll let someone like Ren Collective do the do the work. You know, as, oh, as right, worship yes. goes. Well, let's uh, hear a song from them. But we'll continue to hear. A bit more of Ray's story, and obviously we need to you know, round it out because we haven't heard anything about, uh, you know, you've obviously been married and have a family these days, so we'll hear more about that as well. This is Sunday Morning Together across Australia on Vision Christian Radio. My guest and co-host is a good mate of mine, Ray Batham. I've known Ray for uh, well over 30 years and uh, probably closer to 40, actually, that we've known each other, Ray. But uh, we've been hearing your story, and I've been loving uh, hearing some of the adventures you've had in Papua New Guinea. Then you had a season in Townsville where you finished off your schooling and did uni. Um, but then, I mean, I remember you know, losing you because you decided you were going to move to the Big Smoke and uh, head down to Sydney to do Bible college. What was that journey? Because uh, you mentioned before you were pining to go back to PNG, but suddenly you've decided to move to you know, <laughs> a huge city in, in Sydney. City. What, yeah, that's what right. was that process like? Uh, well, I, it, somehow I just, you know, um, I felt 
the call of God to do well and and to do go go do Bible college, mm-hmm. and I'd always thought if I ever did Bible college, I'd love to do it under the ministry of my dad because mm-hmm. you know he was. I kept hearing from his students about how yeah. it was such great you know teaching. Oh, it was incredible. Um, yeah, but anyway, I felt the call of God, and I felt to move down to Sydney, yeah, to do Bible college down here, which was like, yeah, just kind of out of the blue. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, it was just very different. I didn't know anybody down here, and so I came down here to do mm-hmm. Bible college um, in 1996. Wow, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Hillsong College... I mean, Hillsong Worship is renowned, and and they were already putting out you know, albums back at that point. Mm-hmm. So was that a, a factor? Because I mean, obviously, you were talking earlier about you know, your love of music, and you'd been developing that. Obviously, even studying music at uni, was that a you know, I guess a factor in you know choosing Hillsong College as that uh, place for um, studying? Not particularly, uh, because when I came down here, I didn't even plan to bring my music equipment with oh, me wow. and then last minute i thought well just in case i don't get a job <laughs> i could you know join a band or do some you know gigs or something yeah that's the only reason i brought my stuff down i didn't plan to get involved with the team actually i, I you know back in those days it was like hillsong and triple c yes you know they were yeah. like the bigger sort of worship people and so i preferred triple c music you know, oh, rock really? and roll, okay. you know rock yeah. and roll sort of yeah. stuff and so yeah it wasn't particularly the music that i came down for but I I did you know after six months I did you know quickly get involved mm-hmm. here and started you know playing at the church and um, and getting involved from there but yeah I just initially it was just kind of like the call of God and I just want to do Bible college mm. and and see where God wanted to lead me basically yep. that's great yeah. it's so good yeah. to see that yeah just a, I guess a, yeah simple obedience really because you mm. you know were really again taking a huge step of faith like you know going mm. interstate and away from family and everything that you'd ever known um, but god you know obviously had you know, knew exactly what he was doing because he's opened yeah. amazing doors for you over the years yeah. um, and you know, you've been involved with uh, i don't know how many would have been close to 20 albums you've probably been a part of over the years 17 yeah, yeah right. 17 yeah. albums over the years yeah wow. either music directing or playing guitar or producing or songwriting mm-hmm. yeah yeah That's it's brilliant. been an amazing opportunity yeah. i've yeah. loved it what, over the years watching the the music videos from hillsong and going oh there's ray i know him <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so that's been so good to watch. Obviously, the other thing that you've done is you've met uh, and married a, a lovely lady down there, and you've had a family. Yeah. So how did that happen? What what was the the romance yeah. side of things for for your yeah. story? Well, we met in bridal college. I mean, sorry, our Bible college. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, my wife moved from India to do Bible college here, mm. and so I had got to know her auntie here her auntie would you know invite me over to their place for for lunch on a sunday and i just got to know the family and then one day she said oh my niece is coming over to do bible college you'll have to meet her oh cool and so (laughs) that's kind of how that happened um yeah we just got to know each other in bible college we weren't going out there are a few people trying to get us together Mm -hmm. but um but no we didn't until that, it was the rule back then, but that wasn't. Yes. Know, it was part part of the reason, <laughs> you know. And <laughs> it wasn't until afterwards that I just thought, 
oh, you know, she's such a great girl. And, um, yeah, started to make, make some moves, mm-hmm. you know, as you do as a young yes. man. You start making some moves and seeing if she likes you and, you know, and, uh, and praise God, eventually took a lot of convincing from my <laughs> side to, you know, to convince her and a lot of prayer. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of God moving, you know. That's right. Um, but, yeah, I'm just so blessed. Uh, we've been married for, you know, um, uh, let me think. So next week it'll be 23 years we'll be oh, married for. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Yeah. So we've got a, a 19-year-old and a 16-year-old Brilliant. Yes, son and daughter. So we, we are just so blessed. That's yeah, amazing. so blessed. That's so yeah. good to hear. Lovely. Yeah. Well, it's uh, been so good to hear a bit of your story. I mean, obviously we've only just scratched the surface because there's so much that, uh, you know, you could have told us many more stories from – uh, Papua New Guinea, and even, I mean, some wonderful adventures you've had there in Sydney, you know, being involved with uh, the worship team there at Hillsong. So uh, thanks for sharing a bit of your story, but I'm looking forward to the uh, best five-minute sermon I'm going to hear all day uh, coming up real soon here with Ray Batham. Sunday morning together on Vision Christian Radio. Robbo with you, filling in for Phil Edwards today. He'll be back again with us next week. But my guest and co-host today is Ray Batham. It's been great to hear a bit of Ray's story over the last hour. But right now, I'm going to hand over to you, Ray, to share the best five-minute sermon that we're going to hear all day. So over to you. Well, thanks, mate. The pressure's on, the yeah, best it. one. Yeah, yeah, but it's going to be, yeah, in faith. There we go. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really want to come around this story in John 13. And, um, you know, this is when the night before Jesus um, was going to be crucified, he, he knew what was coming, you know, and, um, and he got the disciples together. You can just imagine, you know, um, this is after three years, you know, of spending time with the these disciples, Jesus knows that, you know, the next day he's going to be crucified and he's got his disciples together and you just kind of think, well, what, what would he say? Right, so what would he say to his disciples? And that this passage from John 13 through to 17 is actually the longest passage. If you look at it, it's all in red, you know. So it's the longest passage of, you know, all the the, the words in red meaning that you know Jesus is speaking and so um, he's telling these disciples a lot of things but he starts off in John 13 by giving them an illustration and he says you know what I want you to do is something I'm going to do for you right now and what he does is that he gets a towel around him he gets you know water in a bowl and he kneels down and he washes their dirty feet, right? And then in, I'm just going to read from verse 12. So John 13, 12, it says, When he finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I've done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for this is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will, you will, you will be blessed if you do them. And, um, and so he's showing them an example. And I just want to look at three things here, you know, of what he has done and what he's showing us to do. Um, and that is the first thing is that he washed their dirty feet. 
right? So you think about feet, and particularly, you know, what it would have been very dusty, right, and dirty where they were walking around. And, um, you know, that's what love is. The kind of love that Jesus is calling us to is the kind that washes another's feet. You know, our, our culture would say that love has to do with attraction, right? So you're attracted to another person, right? And you love them. Uh, But Jesus' kind of love is saying, no, 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 you love other people despite their attractiveness, right? Now, just think about selfies, you know. You look at people's selfies, it's normally, you know, with somebody who's either good-looking or powerful or somebody of position or influence, um, but that's really not what Jesus is calling us to. The kind of love is calling us to is not attraction but action. And so to actually love other people, he washed their dirty feet. That's the first thing. The second thing is that he washed their dirty feet. And so he got down on his knees and he washed their dirty feet, right? Um, I remember in um, 2017 uh, in Puerto Rico, I remember seeing where they showed how President Trump, sorry, I'm taking digs at President Trump, but anyway, he's a, he's a good target. Uh, but anyway, he, he was just, you know, after this devastation of the hurricane that had killed like hundreds of people, eventually thousands of people, but he's, he was just casual into the crowd. He just picks up paper towel and he throws it into the, ta- like paper towels, just throwing them into the crowd. Um, and now that's not what, the love that Jesus is calling us to, the love that Jesus is calling us to is not just tossing something out, but actually getting down with people like washing their dirty feet, spending time with them, investing in them. So it's not just giving, but it's investing. So he washed their dirty feet. And then the third thing is that he washed, sorry, it was he, right? So he washed their dirty feet. And the kind of love that Jesus is calling us to is to love out of fullness, right? Because we remember that, you know, let's make it personal here. He washed the disciples' feet, but the very next day he's going to go to the cross and through the cross, you know, through the blood of the cross and the sacrifice that he made, he's going to wash our sins. And so that kind of washing, yes, happens when we're saved, but also happens to us to us every day. He, he actually washes our sin every day, right? So just picture him washing your dirty feet, right? And the kind of love, what did he do? He left heaven, his position of greatness. He came down to earth, not just as a human being, but as a servant, it says in Philippians 2. And, uh, and in obedience, he went to the cross so that he could pay the price for us. And that's the kind of love that Jesus gives to us. And that's that's got to create this, you know, this amazing sense of Christ's love for us, you know, fills us so much that we can now offer something, not out of emptiness, but out of fullness. And he washed their dirty feet um, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts, right? That just gives us so much that we can give to others. Um, In 1 John 4.19, it says, we love because he first loved us. And so that's the 
kind of love that Jesus is calling us to. He washed their dirty feet. He washed their dirty feet. And it was him that washed their dirty feet. And so we can now love other people out of that sense of fullness. Jesus is calling us to a type of love that is kneeling love. Uh, And in Matthew 5, Jesus said, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. And so that's what he calls us to, to do, to serve each other and to be peacemakers in each other's lives. The kneeling love of Christ. Lord, I just thank you um, that you showed us what love is. I thank you that um, you knelt down, Lord, to wash the disciples' feet. Help us to see that you also wash our feet, that you wash our sins every day. I just pray, Lord, that um, that love will sense it so much that it will be something that just generates this love that we want to spread to other people. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Sunday Morning Together across Australia on Vision Christian Radio. Ray Batham is with me, my guest and co-host for the day, and we've been uh, loving uh, hearing everything that you've been sharing with us, Ray. And that uh, yeah, five-minute sermon you just shared before was fantastic. Really a great illustration of you know, the servant uh, heart of, of Jesus. Uh, just so good. Now I'm keen to ask you. We've been we, earlier on. We played your song "Peacemaker," which is brand new. It just released this week, uh, and it's just on a, a four-song EP that you've released this year. Um, but are there plans for more? Because obviously you've been a, very heavily involved with Hillsong Worship over the years. But this is a a solo project. What what do, what are your plans for the future as far as some solo music? Yeah, that's great, mate. Yeah, so I, I continue to be involved with Hillsong, um, but this is a, a solo project that I have. Um, yeah, so the latest EP, Peacemaker. Um, yeah, hoping you get a chance to listen to it, and you know, I hope it blesses you. But yeah, I've got more. We've got more. In the works. Uh, Nick Guptill in the States is helping me produce this and he's been doing a fantastic job. Mm. So we've got more songs in the pipeline, uh, more coming out, more singles, um, definitely another EP, uh, possibly a whole album. We'll see how we go. Um, but yeah, I've just really been on this journey where um, I've been trying to write songs that are Christ-centered, right? And so that each song just centers around what Christ has done for us. Because mm-hmm. I I just think, you know, if we can think about that, that's just going to transform us, right? That's going to change us from mm. the inside out. And so that's been the journey I've been on the last 10 years is trying to shift and go, you know, make these songs all about the gospel and all about what Jesus has done for us because we need that as Christians, mm. right? Absolutely. It's not just to become a Christian, but as Christians, we need the gospel. We need to be reminded of Christ's love for us. Mm. That's going to change us. That's going to transform Transform us. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to do with these songs. That's yeah. great. That's so good. Well, keep an eye out. So, I mean, obviously, you know, Spotify, all the usual places where yeah. you'll find music, people can search for Ray Batham and they'll find you there. Yep. Even YouTube. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, well, make sure you check that out, Ray Batham, on uh, all the, the streaming platforms. And that brand new EP is called Peacemaker. And uh, hopefully plenty more to come down the track as well. But uh, speaking of, uh, I guess, being you know inf- impacted by you know the centrality of Christ, uh, communion is going to be coming up real soon. So stick around. We're going to share communion again together uh, this morning as we uh, just keep our eyes uh, firmly focused on Christ. Sunday morning together. Across Australia on Vision Christian Radio. It is Robbo with you, and my guest and co-host for the morning has been Ray Batham, 
And we're almost out of time, Ray, but uh, something that we love to do each week is to get our guests to pray for the nation. I know that you've obviously got a heart for the nations. I mean, you've grown up on the mission field and you've uh, had uh, influence around the world. But uh, let's uh, just uh, bring it back home and and I'm just going to ask you to lead us and we'll join you, join our faith with you as you pray and just lead us in a prayer for this uh, country of ours. Mm, Thank you, mate. Yeah, let's pray together. Uh, Lord Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this nation of Australia. Lord, that you care for this nation. Lord, that you you want to um, heal this nation. Lord, that you want to care for this nation. And so, Lord, we pray for Australia. Lord, we pray for the people of Australia. Lord, where people are facing isolation, uh, Lord, that you'll just bring a sense of your presence, Lord, that you would come close to them, Lord. Lord, that people would come to know you as their saviour, Lord. Um, for people who are facing loneliness, Lord, same thing, Lord. Lord, may they know you. Uh, may they be brought into community, Lord, with other people. And Lord, I just pray also, Lord, between, uh, uh, you know, this multi, beautiful multicultural nation of Australia, Lord, that you would unite, you would bring uh, uh, different cultures together, Lord, Lord, because of your gospel, because of what you have done, Lord Jesus. Lord, the, Lord Jesus, that you you would be the peacemaker, Lord, who brings people together. And I pray for the nation of Australia, Lord, that we would come to know you, that we would know your gospel, that your love would be shed abroad in our hearts, Lord. Transform this nation. Turn us to you, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm, amen. Sunday morning together. On Vision Christian Radio. Wrapping up our time on Sunday morning together with someone that's been a part of Hillsong Worship for a long time, many years, Ray Batham. Thanks so much, Ray, for being with us today. It's been an absolute pleasure and I really appreciated you sharing the morning with us. Yeah, thank you. It's been a real pleasure, mate. Thanks for having me on, Robbo. Yeah, really appreciate it, mate. It's been uh, great to, to reconnect and to relive some memories. I mean, there was things that you mentioned this morning that I'd completely forgotten about way back in the day that uh, when we used to get around together back at, in youth group days back in the, uh, the yeah. early 90s. Good times, mate. Oh, yeah. good times. So yeah. good. Well, thanks again, mate. Really appreciate you joining us. And uh, Phil will be back next week on Sunday morning together. And Chris Gray is going to take over the reins uh, shortly and uh, lead us into Sunday afternoon here on Vision. So enjoy your week. Thanks again, Ray. We'll catch you real soon. Thank you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 